Broadcasting yeah. live from the breadlines of East LA. <laughs> yeah, so, broadcasting from two different locations. That's right. For the first time, it took us less time to figure out how to do this than it took the the Joe Biden presidential campaign <laughs> on how to set up a live stream on Instagram. Oh Jesus! Uh, all right, welcome to episode twelve of the Dilettante Central podcast. We're a couple of guys with no credentials uh, who like to talk shit. Uh, let's, as you could already tell. I don't even know if I want to say let's get this bread. I'm just like let's let's get this survival on. Let's like, let's get the survival know. kit. Let's get the these like two two cans of pinto beans. And, uh, yeah. Like, <laughs> Let's get these survival checks. Uh, <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Broadcasting for the first time from quarantine, self isolation, social distancing. Yep. We are about, what, like 13 miles apart right now? Is it that far? I think so. I would man. say it's more. I think it's about eight. Oh, maybe. About eight. Something like that. Although we are in the same congressional district. There you go. <laughs> is that true? Jimmy Gomez is your congressman? Uh-huh. Oh, wow. Congressional District 34. Well, yes. broadcasting live from Congressional District, district 34. 34. <laughs> yes. How are you guys doing? Good, sir. How are you? Why are you so close to each other? We've been no, I am serious. You know, watch television. See what people are saying. All right, let me go upstairs. that work? You guys go inside, and then I'll be downstairs in about an hour. How are you all? All right, but you know, I'm serious now. You should stay. Uh, you're not. I know you're young, but uh, young people are getting sick too. All right. We were off last week, but we are back. For anyone, we're back. anyone who thought that the uh, podcast fell victim to the uh, <laughs> COVID nineteen. Yeah, the kung flu, as uh, the oh uh, Trump lackeys are calling it now. Oh, those fucking assholes. Oh my god, fucking pricks! Yeah, they they are irredeemable. Like, say what you want about Hillary, um, and it was a shitty like fucking like it was a it was a faux pas to say it out loud, but she was dead fucking right. Those motherfuckers are fucking deplorable. <laughs> like dead ass. Like like you know what I mean? You yeah. You know, her, yeah. her biggest her biggest thing is like just don't. People are stupid, and there are going to be some people who think she was talking about them and when she wasn't, and it's a good talking point for them. But the fuck it, the truth is, those people are fucking irredeemably fucked in the face. 
all assholes, and they are deplorable, and fuck every single one of those motherfuckers. All right, so there is but one subject that uh, everyone is talking about these days. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. It, it is a little bit like the Kanye episode where we we could not possibly do him justice in just one episode. <laughs> we could also right. not, not uh, really encompass all of the things we needed to talk. We would need to talk about in terms of the this virus. Yeah, I mean, what's crazy is we didn't talk about it, but like it was happening. Like as we were recording that episode, we were talking about like this might get really really bad. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like we we were talking like it was like, look, we're just talking about Kanye. I don't know if we need to. You know, ref we didn't want to reference anything else, but we were we were talking then, like, holy shit, what are we gonna do? And then, through just sheer ineptitude, like this this thing has exploded. Yep. To the point where it's 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 a fucking worldwide emergency. It is. It is a worldwide emergency. It is interesting. Some parts of the world are doing it better than others. Yeah, I mean, let's let's talk about it because uh, there there is there is a logic behind why the response in the U.S. is so shitty beyond just Trump being a complete fucking moron and being surrounded by coterie of fucking lackeys and 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 yes men and people that don't even th believe that this is a serious thing or not. <laughs> It is just the inability of the state in this country to have a coherent response or a response at all, basically, uh, that is not market-based is, I mean, I think we said it last episode already, is just Republican 101, like the, the dismantling of the state. He, Trump himself dismantled the, the task force responsible for pan pandemic responses like two years ago. <laughs> like, it could, not, it could not be more literal than that, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's it's absurd. Um but I would I would I would I would say that Republicans that this is like their this is a this is a crisis of the making of like their of like I don't want to say their own making but in terms of like their vision the last 40 years of what they have our done, government yeah. should look like. This is they have yeah. they actually have it. And this is what and this is what it gets you. And the only bulwark against that stuff has ever been a president like I don't like George W. Bush. Uh I don't like uh his father or Reagan any of those guys. I mean, I I'm I'm less thrilled with Obama than I've ever been, but you know, all of those presidents it when presented with a a a problem that couldn't be solved by just sticking to the party line did the right fucking thing, at least in the immediate. Like, in the long term, they ended up going along with bullshit. You know, like, they, they saw opportunity to, like, take care of their, their, their you know, personal or, or their, their party interests. But in the immediate, they always did the... the the proper thing, whether or not it was their party line, you know, um, George uh, Bush senior famously, no new, no new taxes, recession, new tax. You know what I mean? Like 
you know, fucking George W. Bush, uh, you know, the, the second one, fucking, you know, well, he just kept both fucking things up and doing it. But like when the when they had to bail out um, now, the bailout was fucked up, but the 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 process by which they had like, I don't I don't like their solution, but he didn't hesitate to act. It didn't take fucking four months for the bailout. Like, you know what I mean? Like. You know, September 11th, he didn't hesitate to start, like, sending, you know, relief efforts everywhere they needed to go, right? Like, any of that shit. You know, Obama with swine flu and the other fucking thing doesn't doesn't hesitate. But this piece of shit, Trump, by, like, he has, he only gives a fuck about himself, and so, and how things reflect on him, so he's... You know, he he tried to bull, and he's a person. He's 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 a he doesn't actually know anything, and so except to bullshit things that he doesn't like away, and so his response was to do this, and these fucking Republicans that want to see the world collapse on itself because you know fuck you, I'm gonna get mine. This is what you end up. I disagree a little bit with you on Trump. I mean, I don't want to argue with you about Bush or Obama. I mean, what else are we going to do? <laughs> you know, yeah, but I mean, I, I'm just saying I don't, you know, this is not the the subject of this episode right now. So, um, but in terms of Trump, you know, the, the daily press conferences he, he's, he's doing. Now, it's his new rallies. It's, well, it's different than that. It's, it's a little bit different to me. I mean, what he's doing, he's up there what is he talking about? You know, at first he said, oh, this virus, it's a hoax, right? Then he said it would miraculously go away. Oh, it's going to be a miracle, folks. It's just going to disappear. Once the weather gets warm, it's it's just going to be over. He's saying this or that drug is going to work, like malaria drugs or stuff they use against um, uh, Ebola. And then, you know, the FDA immediately has to fucking walk it back. You know, he is literally up there peddling miracle cures. You know, he is harnessing a decades-long tradition on the right of, um, as I said, miracle cures, get-rich-quick schemes, multi-level marketing, you know, uh, I got a beach house to sell you in Idaho type shit. That is baked into the fucking modern Republican mindset, you know. It's this tradition of hucksterism, and it's combined with the true believers, obviously, um, and, and they brought us basically the modern conservative movement. And you look at Fox News, to this day, you know, between Hannity fucking owning the libs or whatever, it's ads for what? It's investment in gold, it's... Uh, oh, your arteries are clogged? Well, try this new miracle pill. It's fucking guaranteed to work, you know? And that is exactly what fucking Trump is doing up there. He's peddling miracle cures for coronavirus to his fucking rube voters who are used to seeing it every day on Fox News prime but, time anyway. I mean, but to what end? Like, I don't know that... But at the end of the day, he's still just bullshitting because he didn't act. He didn't act. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, I don't think there is an end to it. There, There is no end to it other than... Um, uh, profiting off of it himself, you know what I mean? Like that's that's well, that, that, that's all. It, well, I, mean, I mean, he wants, wants to make I, he, he wants to make himself uh, look good, and he has and listen, he has spent his entire life basically just selling shitty products with it with his name on it, yeah, and, but, and making it seem like it's uh, like it's, it's. But what's the product? I don't get your point. 
Like there's the no, there was no is the lie. That's the whole point. It's I'm Mr. Big Bad President, and I'm curing you of this scary foreign virus. Right, but he, his, he's already fucked it up. Like, let's not pretend. Yeah, no, like, of course. I mean, you and I see that, but I mean, no, his but let's call see it that. what it is. Like, no, fuck that. He, this is a problem because he was worried about it looking bad for his ele- for his election chances. And so he didn't take it seriously. He, he he was a fucking child about it and wanted to fucking wish it all the fuck away like the bullshit fucking artist that he was. Mm-hmm. And now we're here and now he's trying to fucking spin this like, oh, I'm doing so much. But he's a fucking idiot. Like every time he... T- Can anybody just point out the fact that like literally every time he talks is why the fucking market crashes? It's not because people aren't going to work. It's because he keeps fucking lying about what the problem is, and everybody knows that it's a fucking lie. Right, 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 right. No, but, but this is we're, we're talking about you know the same I mean? thing. Though. And this we're is, talking about the same thing. But this is why he's. But this is why he's different than any president before. Because his his initial fucking thing is okay. Well, I can just pretend this shit isn't happening. You know, whatever you want to say about other fucking presidents, they don't pretend when there's like an actual fucking disaster they don't fucking pretend it's not a fucking disaster no, that's true. yeah 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 I, do, I just i just don't think that that trump um is is just refusing to to respond i think he's his response is just so completely out of the realm of reality for for anyone yeah, else because he's a pussy ass bitch <laughs> he's a pussy ass bitch fuck face who, who like literally he's a punk like if you came Literally, if somebody, his six foot four, 500 pound ass, if, if fucking Andrew Yang went up to him and was like, yo, give me your lunch money, you punk bitch. All right. Trump would run. Because he's a punk motherfucker. Yeah. And so this, 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 this is the exact example. I feel bad using Andrew Yang. I want to use Buttigieg because I don't want to feed that Chinese coronavirus bullshit. If Pete Buttigieg's little ass stepped to him, he'd run. You know what I mean? And that's what the fuck this virus and, and all of this shit did. He's like, oh, I don't, I'm going to pretend like it is. You know, I didn't see that motherfucker. Uh, I don't want to. Punk motherfucker, man. I'm fired up. No, no, no. That's, uh, that's, ex- that's, exactly what, that's exactly the content the, the people are craving in quarantine. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but so while, while he's doing his uh, Rube Goldberg routine up there, um, what is happening also is that his administration monsters that they are are just using this he's doing political theater you know i I call it snakes oilsmanship you can you can call it uh whatever it is to you but while that is it's just punk punk motherfuckery (laughs) punk motherfuckery yes but it is just political theater what he's doing right Mm -hmm. and uh in the meantime um uh, his administration is advancing highly ideological fucking things mm-hmm. in the background, like, for example, uh, closing the southwestern border with Mexico last week. Mm-hmm. Um, incidentally, when they did that, uh, Mexico had about 100 reported corona cases. Yeah. And the U.S. had something like 20,000. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's terrible. <laughs> so, it's terrible. so really, uh, it, sh- it should be Mexico closing the borders to protect themselves from the U.S. and not the other way around, you know, which is, I think, basically what uh, Justin Trudeau did. I, I, I actually think, I think Mexico did. <laughs> they did? I think they, yeah. I think they just were like, yeah, and we don't want none of yours. <laughs> But the the thing is, though, that it's not only that they close the border, but it's also they are using authorities granted to the Surgeon General uh, to basically wholesale deport people 
yep. cross the border, quote unquote, illegally, immediately, like no matter what, including mm -hmm. asylum seekers, um, without due process. Yeah. They could just do that shit, you know, because mm -hmm. before, before that, I mean, they always wanted to do it, obviously, uh, under normal circumstances, but we, there's still, there's still a legislative that, uh, prevented them from doing that. And now they can mm -hmm. just do it because it's basically, you know, it's an emergency, yeah. emergency, disaster response, whatever. Mm -hmm. So no due process anymore, even for asylum seekers. Yeah. I mean, I, I not to be, I'm usually asylum seeker. So I'm on their side just generally, but that's, that's the, that, that problem dropped dramatically in this situation. And that's not to excuse the fact that like, it shouldn't be used as an excuse is what they're doing. They're using the, the emergency to probably do this shit unjustly. But at the same time, like fucking like this, there are, there are bigger fish, literal bit bigger fish to fry, but this is a crisis of their own fucking making because we didn't fucking deal with it in January when he fucking found yeah, out. Yeah. No, I mean, it's, you know, it's just one example of, of them just using this crisis. Using, uh, yeah. Specifically, towards their own ideological goals and who knows of what would happen once this emergency uh, is over you know if they will go back to you know no, no, no. Yeah, process always... at that point you know i mean that is that, that is that is my point with this is just As... like oh no no they will use this well past like they will use this once danger has subsided uh significantly and uh, but there isn't a vaccine there'll probably be a period where People are relatively healthy and the threat is low and they'll just be like, there's still Corona out there. So here's yeah, yeah. a fucking excuse to. Well, I mean, keep, you know, Fra France, France has been in a, in a state of emergency, declared state of emergency since the Charlie Hebdo shooting. Like it never went right. away. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you know, like exactly. it, it gave it gave cops an insane fucking blank check to do whatever the fuck they wanted, especially to like Muslim communities. You know, the Patriot it never Act. went away. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Patriot Act. Yeah, yeah. They, they just renewed yeah. that bitch again. Like, yeah. get the fuck yeah. out of here. You know, ISIS is going like, yo, don't come home to these motherfuckers. If you're in Europe, and <laughs> don't come home and bring the coronavirus here. Um, but make sure you give it to those uh, <laughs> infidels. <laughs> Remember that shit? I said yeah, that yeah. article. It was like, oh, fuck, man. Yeah, it's, it's absurd. ISIS is like, stay the fuck over there. Don't come back here. <laughs> and if you do get it, go out. Start licking white people left and right. Do it. Get them. Uh, um, another example of this, which is also just a small example, I guess, but it's just one more example of these fuckheads using this in any way they can to advance our ideological goals. And it's, it's interesting in a way because they really do hate the government and they hate the state and they want to dismantle it. But on the other hand, they also have an insane kind of knowledge of like arcane rules that they can just use to their advantage. You know what I mean? So I'm quoting from the New York times here, the federal labor relations authority published a little notice rule that would make it easier for federal federal workers to stop the withholding of their union dues saying it would increase wages at the time of economic crisis. <laughs> So basically, they're using this to erode workers' rights. Yep. <laughs> and yep. move against unions. Oh yeah, yeah. No, any, you know, every, they they operate from the fact that every crisis is an opportunity to take rights uh, and and money rights from people and money from people. 
Yep. That's that's they that's their that's the Republican mantra. Like speaking of which, we had uh, incredible examples of just outright corruption, right? Mm-hmm. With two congressmen. Um, what's his yep. name? Burr. So uh, Richard Senator Richard, Richard Burr, Burr from North Carolina, who is incidentally, um, or not incidentally, but preeminently here in this particular case, the head of the Senate Intelligence Committee. He's the chairman of the Senate Intelligence Committee. And Senator Kelly Loeffler, who is also an exceptional piece of shit from Georgia. By the way, never got one vote for Senate. She's an appointee. Mm-hmm. She is, she's not even duly elected. She's appointed. She's running for re-election. So Georgia, if fucking, hey, you know what? We have one. If she doesn't go to jail Senate. first. <laughs> she doesn't go to jail first. Vote her the fuck out. And don't vote for the guy who's primarying her. That's that 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 backwards ass fucking yokel Doug Collins, who is uh, on the Judiciary Committee. He was uh, uh, for the for the House. He's like the ranking member of the House Judiciary Committee. He's the asshole that was trying to keep everybody up till fucking three in the morning during the impeachment thing. He's that yokel, that backwards ass. He's a fucking. He's a goddamn charlatan fucking uh, pastor. So don't vote for any Republicans in Georgia or motherfucking North Carolina. All right. But Loeffler and Burr dumped each over a million dollars in stock with the knowledge they had about what the impact of the coronavirus was going to be financially. And they were telling everybody everything was fine. All right. They need to go to jail for insider trading. And like these are the and they and and the God's honest truth. They haven't been called out. The only people who have called them out, Republican-wise, I think is like fucking Tucker Carlson. Literally everybody else. Tucker Carlson, fucking, yeah. The the there's I don't I, I may be wrong. There might be one or two ethical Republicans somewhere, maybe, uh, that have called them out for this, you know, uh, and maybe an unethical one. Probably it sounds like a hypocritical. Like, it sounds like something Rand Paul's punk ass would call them out for, even though he's a gigantic piece of shit. Insider trading. Like, ask Martha Stewart. Mar- Martha Stewart would like a word, motherfuckers. Yeah. All right? Like, uh, I think, Richard Burr, you were in the fucking Senate. You definitely were in the Senate when she went to jail. So, fuck you. He, By the way, they passed a law, Um, I, I want to say in 2015, the Stock Act, or it might have been 2012. I may I, I may have it mixed up. I know it was Obama, but it was passed ninety five three, uh, to so that basically Congress people, uh, you know both both houses couldn't use information, uh, that they got from from their positions. They could it made it illegal for them to trade, uh, on the you know uh uh in the stock market based on information they right. got via their job. Right. Like it, the fact is, insider trading laws should cover that, but it didn't. Like it had to be actually enumerated in the law. And guess who one of the three votes against the Stock Act was? <laughs> you want to guess, people? You don't got to guess. I'm gonna fucking give you the straight dope. Senator Richard Burr from North <laughs> Carolina is one of three. Surprise! 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 <laughs> so. 
Um, yeah. Yeah. No, he's a fucking criminal. And that's how you know he's a criminal because he voted against the fucking law. Yeah, it's that made this shit like on top of just regular ass insider trading. There's a law specifically for those people not to do this, and he voted against it. It's so on the nose. It's just it's not even funny. Yeah, no, no, no. But it's so on brand. Oh, by the way, let's let's give some some extra fucking karate chop love to Kelly Loeffler, who never got a vote for Senate in her fucking life, mind you. Remember, she's an appointee. None of you Georgians asked for her, her dumb ass to be there. Okay? And she's making money off of... By the way, she didn't just dump stocks. She then reinvested right. about $400,000 into, guess what? A telework company. She knew <laughs> what the fuck was going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. And you know how you know she's, she knew that shit? Because she was a fucking stockbroker her whole fucking life. She doesn't even know. It's not even like, oh, hey, I'm just some dude with like, I'm just some person with cool info who has a lot of money. No, no, no. That's her fucking job. Her husband's on the board of the New York Stock Exchange. It doesn't get more criminal. It doesn't get more criminal than that. Okay. uh, Moving on with Griff, though. Uh, An intercept headline. A coronavirus treatment developed by Gilead Sciences granted rare disease status, potentially limiting affordability. Uh, of course. Quote, <laughs> <laughs> quoting of course. from the piece here, on Monday afternoon, the Food and Drug Administration granted Gilead Sciences orphan drug status for its anti- antiviral drug Remdesivir. The designation allows the pharmaceutical company to profit exclusively for seven years from the product, which is one of a dozen being tested as a possible treatment for COVID-19. Experts warn that the designation reserved for treating rare rare diseases could block supplies of the antiviral medication from generic drug manufacturers and provide a lucrative windfall for Gilead Sciences, which maintains close ties with with President Donald Trump's task force for controlling the coronavirus crisis. Joe Grogan, who serves as the White House coronavirus task for, uh, on the coronavirus task force, lobbied for Gilead from t- uh, 2011 to 2017 on issues including the pricing of pharmaceuticals. <laughs> it's uh, no, it, it's you knew it was coming. I mean, like he, the one of the reasons part of the delay of this all bullshit was Trump was uh um you know like he he was fucking uh. uh Trying to to get exclusive rights to any cure. To yeah, any yeah. Vaccine. Like some lab like, in Germany and uh, was yeah. working on something, and Trump wanted to to buy it from them exclusively just for the for the U.S. market, which is right, which is absurd. Which, which by the way, is should be illegal and is is high is is like the height of of just like cor- cor- corrupt fucking intent. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and and a danger. Like, you don't, nobody should have exclusive rights to a pandemic vaccine. Yeah. And, like, what, but, I mean, but country, it's also, like, it's, it, but this goes back to my, uh, to my snakes oilsman thing, because it's like, okay, this, this German lab is testing shit, but no one knows if it works. No one knows shit about the virus to begin right. with. <laughs> you know, they just don't know. No one, no one knows. So it's, it's, it's Trump again being like, Oh, we, we got, folks, we got the miracle cure. We got the miracle He's cure. An idiot. He's an idiot. <laughs> you know, and, and the, and the know, rooms are the, just falling for it. Like this guy who, t- who took, what, what is this uh, malaria thing that, that he says, uh, that Trump says it's working? And, th- and then, but th- the same ingredient is also in like 
food fish for tank. fish or some shit. Yeah, yeah, and the guy died. But yeah. the, I gotta, I gotta get, I gotta jump in here because. So my dad has worked for a medical school for forty five years. My dad, for fifteen of those years, worked as a lab tech in uh, the pathology department. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that's the that is the department that did like the research for. Uh, you know, um, infectious diseases, how they, you know, how to combat them. And he worked for some of the leading AIDS researchers, you know, uh, in the 80s and 90s. And the whole thing with fucking viruses is testing. Yep. The reason why this, and, and, and it's not just like, oh, we got to find out who has it. You can't get a fucking vaccine without widespread testing because viruses evolve. Viruses are living fucking things. Viruses fucking change up and you and they affect different people different ways for different reasons. And the only way to get a vaccine is to get the largest sample size possible beyond just identifying who's sick and who can make other people sick, which should just be elementary and obvious. The only way to fucking fight the thing is to get every possible strain that or, and, and version of that fucking virus on fucking record and to study it and to attack it. You have to fucking test to get to build your database. The only way you fight these things is with a database. Like fucking idiot. I have no fucking credentials. I know that shit. <laughs> well, speaking of the so, testing, my I mean, credential that's... is my dad. Where like at least my dad worked in the medical. Center. Like it's like I'm like talking like Trump with his uncle who went to fu- who was like a MI who probably right. by the way his uncle who was a scientist probably hated his fucking guts. Let's just oh, yeah, be real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? His 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 brother his uncle. There's a reason why he his whole family owned a bunch of real estate in New York and he stayed his ass in fucking Boston. All right. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. So he probably hates all those fucking idiots, but or hated, you know, RIP, shout out. That's a drama I enjoy watching. I mean, it's 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 not enjoying. Enjoy is not the right word. It's I, I watch it with horrified interest. Is um, Doctor? Well, how do you say his name? Fauci. 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 Yeah. The balancing act he needs to do between uh, pleasing the Mad King. Right. Yeah. When, he, when he's yeah. up there at the podium with him and then also walking that line of signaling to normal people that, yes, I have this under control. Well, not even I have it as under control, but I, I hear your your concerns. worries and concerns and yeah. I am aware of them and I am trying my best. But I need to deal with this fucking lunatic who's standing <laughs> right next to me. Who will not hear of any critique of anything, you know what I mean? And and he knows what's going on, but he, he can't say it just openly and out loud because he has this fucking madman standing next to him. Well, because if he does, he'll lose his job and then everybody will be Right, yeah, he, he is the like, only person standing. It's like what uh, fucking Kelly thought that he was, you know, like the, the, the one adult in the room that was standing between, you know, us and absolute us and chaos. Disaster. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Fauci really is that guy, actually. <laughs> yeah, no, he's um who's the is I, it's almost like Atlas. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. 
literally holding up the fucking world so it doesn't fall. His reaction shots when uh, when when Trump is talking at the the microphone and you you just you just zoom in on Fauci and his reactions to what what Trump says it's it's amazing. <laughs> By the way, but what's crazy about it is that you keep hearing these stories about like how much Trump hates that, like like he he sees after the fact. So like you'll never see Fauci two days in a row. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> he'll make a face. Everybody will fucking focus on that. Put it out there. And then Trump gets embarrassed and yeah. angry. And he's yeah. like, this guy's showing me up. It's like, no, just stop saying stupid shit, you lying fuck. Stop lying. But Trump stop is lying. upset with him. I mean, there's already stories coming out that, yeah. that, that say that, you know, he might fire him, actually. <laughs> you can't fire. Like, they, I swear to God, like, we've, we've all know, we all know for, like, if there was ever any doubt that the 25th Amendment should just be ripped out of the Constitution and and literally shit upon, pissed upon, and then lit on fire because it'll never happen. It's the most useless amendment in the history of the Constitution because if if at this point you couldn't fucking enact it, all resistant jokes, uh, resistance jokes aside, all it, you know, any kind of, I see the look on your face about, you know, you know, fucking all these, all these libs and their, and their resistance. I see it. We'll, we'll, we'll talk it. about Pelosi in a little bit. But, but <laughs> the fact remains, if nothing else, this situation has proven that that thing will never be enacted. No, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, this is it. And uh, so we should just light that shit on fire. Just <laughs> pull it out. Like, don't matter. Because this motherfucker can't stop fucking up. Going off script, causing more problems. They literally lit $1.5 trillion on fire the day before the, the market super crashed. They were like, here's $1.5 trillion we're just going to make up. Yeah. They have the power to do that. Which, by the way, is the exact number that would cancel all uh, student debt in this country. Uh, it's almost like they trolled us. They're like... We're going to invent $1.5 trillion and then we're going to give it to these companies. And before the fucking the, the 15 minutes in, it was all gone the next day. Or so so in, in my mind, there, there are kind of three facets to the Trump administration's response to, to this crisis. There's on the one hand, we talked about the grift. Uh, you know, everyone is, is kind of like running in <laughs> to grab a piece of the pie. Mm -hmm. um, there's the ineptitude, which we're talking about right now, and then there is just the uh, the, the willful favoritism towards corporations, and and we'll talk about that next. But just to stay on the ineptitude for for, for one more uh, second, uh, basically the, uh, the the public health res response to this from the uh, the Trump administration has been banana republic style, basically. Mm -hmm. um, Vietnam yes. and Nigeria have done more testing. Nothing, shout out to both of those uh, countries, nothing against mm -hmm. them, uh, but nowhere near, you know, the kinds of uh, superpower that the United States is. <laughs> they have nowhere yeah. near the, uh, the the resources and whatnot. They are testing more than the United States. <laughs> yeah, per capita. Yes. Per capita, and for, yeah. And literally for a long time. Right, right. Like, like we've obviously have beaten um, the numbers on, on populous... No, of course, yeah, I mean, in wrong numbers, yeah. there's more tests now in the United States than in those no, countries, but, but for, per capita, time, yeah. But for a long time, they were also in reality tests. Yes, 
Yes, that's, that is also true. And let's not forget that South Korea and the United States had their first documented case on the same day. Yep. And what uh, South Korea is now on track to achieve is to, as everyone says, flatten the curve. And they did it by massive testing, massive testing. They have literally an app that alerts you if you go somewhere and there have been documented cases or like clusters of infections in a certain area, it alerts you to that. Like they're using yeah. cell phone data to track the, the virus, basically. Yeah. Like, I mean, you know, uh, questions of privacy, uh, <laughs> we'll set that to the side, but I mean, um, they, they are responding uh, to, to this crisis by massive testing, yeah. uh, um, very targeted quarantining, because if you have that many tests, you can actually see where the clusters of the, of the fucking virus exactly. are and, and just quarantine specific areas of people. Yeah. And then just using technology as well. And on top of that, I mean, the mortality rate in South Korea is super low for this, yeah. for this uh, virus, which is in part due to the fact that they're testing so much. Um, right. But also, the, the, the population in South Korea is super old. Super right. old. And right. also, there is also a huge problem in South Korea of poverty for the senior population, which is, yeah. I think, even bigger than in the United States. They should be super vulnerable to this. And yet the, the fucking mortality rate there is Whoa. super low. But getting out in front of it, like yeah, I was saying, exactly. saying exactly. Before, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's, it's the key. Exactly. And knowing where the clusters are allows you to properly uh, reroute your resources right. to right. combat it before it becomes a fucking problem. Yeah. Yeah. It's not. And, and, but what's crazy is this. None of this is stuff that anybody like. We invented these protocols in this country. <laughs> like how hospitals treat these things. We're all, like, we're, we're fucking done with American innovations. With like, we're, we're the, like, it, it's insane that like, I mean, Dr. Fauci was the guy for AIDS back in the 80s. Yeah. Like yeah. He's, he's fucking 80 years old. He'd whip the shit out of Trump too. It's fucking five foot nothing. He'd beat his ass, but um, but you know what I mean, like. But that's the thing. I mean, that's the thing when you put also like a guy like Mike Mike Pompeo in charge of the uh, response. Um, you know, who oversaw a fucking AIDS epidemic in his state as You're governor, right. the worst in, uh, in twenty and, years. Yeah, it's like, and his and his response to that was to try to pray it away. <laughs> I'm going to lay hands on you. Mike, you can't lay hands on infectious people. <laughs> you fuck. AIDS, yeah, you can put your hand on them. This, put your hands on them, Mike. Go ahead. Go, put your fucking hands on them, you fucking mutt. Oh, my God. What an asshole. One more thing uh, about Pence is that not, o not only did he try to pray away an AIDS epidemic, but he also, one of the first things he did as a governor of Indiana was to make it illegal for cities to enact paid sick leave for their residents. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to tell sometimes with these people where the line is between incompetence and willful just evil, you know? Well, okay, so we're, we're moving on to the, 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 the third aspect of the Trump response, which is just the, uh, the wholesale selling off of the country to corporate America, or more, more specifically to the market, right? Mm-hmm. 
Some of my Republican friends still have not given up on the need to punish the poor and working people. You haven't raised the minimum wage in 10 years. Minimum wage should be at least 15 bucks an hour. You haven't done that. You've cut program after program after program, and now horror of horrors, for four months, workers might be earning a few bucks more than they otherwise And this bailout is really went. just a perverse conclusion or the, the latest, I guess, peak of something that has been happening for the last 50 years now, which is the transfer of the American economy from, from like a production economy to financialization. Mm -hmm. The country is not producing anything anymore in any significant fashion. It's all just financial games now. To, a, oh, yeah. to the point where the Ford Motor, Motor Company is making more money from auto loans than it is from actually manufacturing cars. <laughs> yep. This is a thing that has, that has started in the 70s. Um, and I think there are a lot of unintended consequences. Um, mm -hmm. Because you know, in the seventies, there, there was runaway inflation, and they ha and they deregulated the credit markets and, and and all of that stuff. But starting at the very least, at the very latest, I mean, with Reagan and Thatcher, there has been yeah. a concerted state effort on yep. an international scale yep. to use the government basically not as a, a democratic kind of reflection of what the electorate wants. Which you know we can we we can discuss uh, until our faces blue if that was ever the case to begin with anyway ever in history, but in theory you know to just a mechanism for markets and for corporations to favor them right in yeah. in in every which way you know yep. so this bill actually it makes sense seen seen under that vantage point it makes total sense it was never yeah. intended to help the working class it was always in, I mean this is. This is what what's called disaster capitalism, right? It's just profiteering. Yeah, but it's profiteering no. implies that there is there is something um, that there's like corruption involved or or, or something on towards. This is just this is baked in. This is baked into the cake. This is just the government doing what it's supposed to do. You know, uh, because like Boeing, for example, right? They wanted a seventy. I, I don't think they got that much. I think they got forty. I think the uh, the airline industry gets like forty five or forty five billion dollar bailout. Boeing mm -hmm. itself wanted seventy billion just for themselves. They spent sixty five billion dollars on stock buybacks in the last years. Mm -hmm. Which is just a scam for CEOs to pretend like they're not getting bonuses, um, but they are. To be fair, this is an unprecedented stress test of the economy, but it's just yes. It is nonetheless implied when the CEOs call up Steve Mnuchin, you know, on speed dial. Mm -hmm. And they're like, oh, we wasted all our cash reserves to give it to our shareholders and to buy back our own stocks. You must give us money now. This is how it works. You know, it is just implied that that's what the government has to do. No matter what these fucking assholes did before, you know, to be, I mean, it's not like right. the, these companies had huge cash reserves and, and are all like functioning on a on a super healthy, profitable basis, they're all over leveraged. They're super. In I mean, the, the most of the economy is just running on debt, basically. You know, <laughs> if at one point someone cannot um, uh, honor these debts, this entire this entire fucking house of cards falls down. This is what happened in two thousand and eight. Mm -hmm. um, this is what what's happening basically again. You know, oh, yeah. and and they 
know that they can call out Steve Mnuchin or whoever sits in that fucking seat and they will get money, more or less for free. And that is not because it's corrupt. It's because that is how it works. That is what government is for now. It is not for you and I. It is for big corporations and financial institutions. For the market, well, as they call it. Well, I, but I, I think we got to be careful not to say that it is – to say something that it's not corruption. It is corruption. It's absolutely corruption. It may be the norm, but like we need to, we need to call it corrupt and we need to say that this isn't right. Yeah, 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 to, yeah, yeah. No, it is, like, of we course. Have to I mean, be careful of the words we're using. Like, you can say that it's norm, normalized corruption, sure, but um, I mean, more, morally, it is corruption, of course. But it's um, it's it's just the structures, the structures of government as they are constituted now, um, right. and, and and the the power structures as they are constituted now. That's just how it works now. Mm-hmm. That's just how it works. No. Well, you know, hopefully, this just you know, puts puts the spotlight on how broken the system is in in a more real way than like I almost feel like that like because it's there's this like light literal life and death component uh to this versus the the two like immediate life and death. Not like saying your life gets ruined and you die. Like we've talked about like just from from like having your life fall apart, but literally people will have to bury people they know off of this hopefully that that component isn't in vain and it shows just how in uh unequal this has become and how we have to think about it in these ways now you know it might potentially be the most radicalizing moment in modern history i think especially after what happened yesterday too where um trump and th- this entire right-wing ecosystem he he marinates in started saying like oh people should just go back to work oh yeah, yeah. the cure can't be worse <laughs> like, we need to we, we need to go back to work in in, in order to uh to save the Fuck economy off. like you know we didn't <laughs> Like, like you know that scene in uh, in Midsummer where they they take the the people that just turned seventy years old to the top of that mountain. They just they jump off to sacrifice themselves for the larger community. Yeah. That's basically what they want people to do yeah. now on a large scale, just so that Lloyd well, Blank finds fucking who's over seventy doesn't underperform. You know who's over 70. right? Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> right, but right, but but I mean that, that's what it is. It's just like a br- bunch of rich assholes looking at the stock portfolios well, right now and saying like, oh shit. I mean, but but the Tea Party with their with their death panels from Obamacare, like like if you are in Congress or the Senate from the 2010 election and you are fucking pumping this line after all the fucking death panels for grandma bullshit you ran 10 fucking years ago. And now you're saying, well, yeah, some old people should just die yep. for this thing. Fuck you. Fuck everything about you. Fuck every. I, you're the motherfucker who deserves to get this shit and fucking die. Yeah. You and yours. You fucking scumbag motherfuckers. And here again, I think uh, I saw this line a lot uh, online about people saying like, "Oh, this is just Trump. Basically, he doesn't have the attention span for this kind of uh, of sustained crisis. You know, he just wants to go back to normal immediately because he can't deal with this going on for so long." Which, yes, to a certain extent, that is true. But I think that's just. These people truly believe this, you know. They 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 live in this logic that they just live in a different world than we do. Well, I mean, to them, they they are completely okay with basically causing a genocide. Yeah, 
As long as it doesn't if it touch means, them. If, if it means their stock portfolio performs I mean, well. You know, that's, that, that's what it takes. But that's you know? their ethos. That's always yeah, yeah, it makes So it makes total sense for him. To, I mean, it's not, I mean, it's 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 gross and it's absolutely fucking psychotic well, and everything. Well, it's laid bare. It's just laid bare now, though. It's just laid bare. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But but it makes it it is logical. It is the next logical step. You know, it's what, what yeah. If you're I, a what I was yeah yeah yeah. Which they all are. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the only thing that that I that I found surprising is how fast they got there. You know, it's like I don't. It's I don't, like a week I, into it. Uh, I, I'm not surprised. I would have if they had gone. They would. It, it, it's the three years of destroying the norms of the government. Have gotten us to like this is the this is the culmination of all the shit that they've like moving the line to defend him at every it, what used to be indefensible point in in uh, government like just stay you know like party over country like this is like if this had happened in 2017 they would not have gone along with him the way they are now. But they've had so much practice and paid so little a price, or he specifically has paid so little a price, and the people in his party that have gone against him have paid a bigger price, that this this does make sense for them. I, I, I agree with you, but I think what you just described, I think, coincides also with just the fact that, you know, Fox News viewers are the most propagandized oh, yeah. population on Earth. Oh, yeah. The lieutenant governor of Texas going on on Fox News and saying, like, as grandparents, we should sacrifice ourselves for our children. You first. So that so yeah. that, that the uh, the economy works for our children. You know, this idea of the economy working for the people is is such a item of propaganda that is so obviously false. You know, like they, they want to kill people so that it works for, again for Lo- Lloyd Blankfein's stock portfolio, which he basically admitted on Twitter. <laughs> you know? oh, and, by, um, and by the way, by the way, he, he picked a hell of a day to say that because yesterday was the first day a minor died of COVID-19. Right. In right. This that too. Yeah. Yeah. Picked a hell of a day. Picked a hell of a fucking day to do it. But I mean, it's, it's that convergence, you know, of, of this like personality cult with, with Trump and just the erosion of any even semblance of, of norms and, 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 you know, decency, quote unquote. And also just the fact that it's just like this propaganda allows him to do that now. Like, yeah. they, they have reared an entire fucking segment of the population that will be like, yes, sir, I will go out there and get infected and die a horrible death that is basically drowning. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, yeah, Ju- yeah. just Dude. so that, like, the, the Fortune 500 can uh, go back to business. <laughs> so, so the Fortune 500 can go back to business robbing my children and, ga- and grandchildren. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's completely psychotic on both ends. You know, it's like I mean, it's you know what it is. This is the human manifestation of climate change denial. This is what it is. It's literally it's getting a whole bunch of people to 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 destroy their their lives to protect of a handful of people's money. Yeah, yeah, that's that's. But this is also why it's it's so depressing to me what what's happening right now. Imagine a crisis that is what a hundred times worse conservatively would affect the entire world even more than this COVID thing uh, does. Will cause way more economic disruption than than this virus. 
uh, and the only the only difference is it just it comes in increments over a few decades. That's fucking climate change, <laughs> you know. And if our response to this like acute uh, crisis that South Korea and even China to an extent shows us can be dealt with, you know, if if you have the political will to do it, mm -hmm. if we cannot rise to the uh, to yeah. the occasion to do that, I mean. Climate change really will be climate apocalypse to an extent that is that is just absolutely horrifying mm -hmm. to think about. Yeah. So yeah. should we talk about the Dems real quick? Sure. <laughs> I can't I don't think I, I think my my take is gonna be less spicy than, than you uh, than you think. I gotta be ready. <laughs> <laughs> Deal with your crazy ass. I gotta be ready. <laughs> I think we should agree more or less that the response of the Dems has been less than optimal, let's say. Yeah. Um, and I think we agree, actually, that it's due in, to, 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 to a great extent, to the fact that Pelosi and Schumer both came out of a generation that, of the Dems that was basically traumatized by Reagan, the Reagan era. Yeah, yeah. And, and, or and the, then, the yeah the Reagan at the actual Reagan administration the, the Republicans winning the House in, in uh, was it eighty or eighty two um, yeah and and they especially when it comes to capital and 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 the deficit and all these things their ideology is of the right they fetishize the the deficit they um, they always they think that the mature and the good position on this is right-wing position i don't know that they, i don't i don't agree with that i would say that they are more conservative but i think that that's a learned trait considering there was a there was like a leveraging of of things for so long and and their main the, the lessons that they had been taught were about deal making and unfortunately like you know what i mean like i i think eventually it gets that Because I don't think at their heart, at the at the heart of their like their lean, their, like their ideas of, of how like things should work, are specifically right wing or conservative. I think that I just think that they were built in a different like the cauldron was different, and unfortunately, the way like seniority works and the way like these things work, I just feel like they didn't learn the the lessons. Like basically, they they. Like when so like you know the phrase where someone shows you who you are who they are tells you who they are yeah. believe them yep. like at a certain point in the last twenty years you gotta just like Republicans they only pay lip service to actual bipartisanship yeah yeah and, and these are people who are creatures of a time where that's that was being slowly eroded but they like they any accomplishments they had coming up were the the product of those things and they. They they always they they go for the okie doke on like I think well, I have to. I, I think we're both right for once. <laughs> okay. I think I, I think I agree with you completely that they they are creatures of that moment um, in in time thirty forty uh, years ago now. Uh, I also think that that they have internalized this. I mean, it's not incompetence what what Pelosi and Schumer are doing right now. No, it's, they have internalized this logic that everything that has to do with the, the economy, the sensible position is to come at it from 
right a, a conservative it's it's not like a progressive thing right 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 exactly yes um and because that's and, the only place they're going to get the compromise right they, exactly you know. but meanwhile the republican party has completely moved on they don't give a shit about the deficit i mean you know no, just no, look no. at the fucking trump it's, tax cuts you know it's, <laughs> like it's and, it's bully it's bully poker yeah and and you know, they, it's, they, they got, it's just big chip poker that the republicans use yeah and 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 the republicans even i mean the republicans while this fucking uh, relief bill was being negotiated last week, I mean, Pelosi and Schumer got outflanked on the left by fucking Tom Cotton, <laughs> who said, like, we should send people uh, checks right now. And Pelosi was like, no, no, we cannot do that. The deficit, who's going to yeah, pay for it? Yeah, but you know he, I mean? he didn't mean that shit. No, he, he, did, he didn't mean it. He, did, he didn't mean it. But, uh, but I mean, you know, like, even in a situation like this, she cannot get out of her own skin, you know? like she. she oh, yeah. And, and so, and what I was thinking this entire time was like, Okay, so, and, and one more thing, sorry, is that, is that Bernie is advocating to send weekly checks, uh, monthly checks of $4,000 to, I think, every household. And Mitt Romney, of all people, Mr. Bain Capital, Mr. like Vulture Capital, you know, agrees with him. <laughs> you know, and meanwhile, Pelosi and Schumer are out there like means testing fucking small business loans and tax credits, you know what I mean? But, um, it's amazing the the um, the contrast with with Germany uh, mm -hmm. this week because Merkel and her people are as obsessed with this idea of, of what, what they call the black zero, which is a balanced budget. Germany has had a balanced budget for I think over a decade now. Like oh, that's wow. that's how they were able to uh, to exert that much pressure during the um, the financial crisis ten years ago on like the southern countries in Europe um, and and enact like austerity measures and shit like that because they were like look at us we we know we know how to to spend money wisely you know what I mean mm -hmm. of course the way they did it was to to make to make deep cuts in in health in health services in education yeah. and all of that shit of course you know. So, which is why now they're also having problems with, you know, they, they don't have enough ICU beds. I mean, they, they have more than yeah. Italy or Spain, but not nearly enough. They have, mm -hmm. they're going to have huge problems uh, when, once the, the wave of especially old people come into those, um, into the, into the hospitals. They're going to have huge problems with that because they have, we have gone through 15 years of austerity in Germany, you know, but they had the black zero. That was their big thing. Right. They have a balanced budget that has last week gone completely out the window. All of a sudden, it doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's interesting how it works, you know. How, how and and this is this is why I mean that that this might be a huge radicalizing moment, mm -hmm. even just for normies, you know. Is that like this entire construct of how the economy works? Uh, we talked about it last uh, last time on the pod, which is which is basically punitive for uh, everyday people. Yep. It just rests on assumptions that are made up by the people that are in power, you know. Yep. It's like you can have rent freeze, you can have debt forgiveness. Just all of a sudden, that that can happen, you know. Um, yeah. All of a sudden, the government can just send checks to people, you know. Like a UBI, all of a sudden, is just possible. Yep. This idea of the balanced budget, this black zero, which we were always told is like that is how it's supposed to be. That is super important. We cannot, you know, spend more money for healthcare because otherwise, the black zero will now be a red minus. I don't know how many millions. You know what I mean? That doesn't matter anymore. But uh, yeah, I mean, and and um, and I think people are seeing it, and even people on the right are starting to see it, and 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 that's why this whole thing with Pelosi and Schumer. I was just thinking, like, what does the Democratic Party stand for? 
you know, in, in, a, in an election year, in a year where we've been told that, that it's of the utmost importance that we defeat Trump and that we can only do it with Biden because he's electable and not this crazy Bernie who is like a radical who wants to give healthcare to poor people. Now we see that, you know, Biden's plan actually would help tremendously in a situation like this, you know. I mean, uh, Bernie's uh, plan, sorry. Um, and we have this hapless fucking senile old man who can't figure out a live stream for a week. And then once he does, it's like his teleprompter breaks and he and he's just like, oh, blah, 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 blah. We have never, never, never failed to respond to a crisis as a people. And I tell you what, I'm so darn proud. And those poor people who have lost. You know, I have one push back on the, the Biden dunking you're doing here is like and, and it ties into your favorite moment of Bernie uh, from from last week. Everybody who's a Bernie fan's favorite moment is like, I'm dealing with a global fucking crisis here. Like, um, but the fact is, Bernie has a job to do right now, and Biden doesn't. And I, I, I would just say that, like, less is more from Biden just simply because he doesn't have, like, it, he could set himself up to do more damage if he talks yeah, too much. Yeah, no, I, 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 and I agree time. to a certain extent, but I also think that... Um, he shouldn't go a week without saying anything, but he can't be. No, out but there also, um, but, but something needs to be, needs to be done because Trump is out there every day with a press conference, just spouting lies the entire time, and there's no counter messaging from the Democrats. You know, because again, what 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 are what are they standing for actually? Because with this bill, with this relief bill, they never articulated like a coherent kind of what 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 do they stand for? What what did Pelosi want actually? Well, she, uh, yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, she's she's in a weird spot. I I would actually have her out there. Uh, I would I would if I were her, like if if I was her fucking advisor or whatever top advisor, I'd be like, Madam Speaker, you got to be out there every day and like pick whatever senator you want. I wouldn't take Schumer. Um, I would I would if I were her, I would be out there with um with Elizabeth Warren or Bernie. I I don't, I don't think she could do Bernie because of the 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 election like the ramifications for the election right now the primary but go with Warren and literally just have your message out there like Schumer I mean Schumer could be there too but Schumer doesn't have anything to say that yeah but matters. what is the message though um no the message would be like it literally is the reason why I say Warren is like we need to protect workers we need to protect the the working class and, and like just hammer home. Like these things need to happen for like th that the people come before the corporations. That would be the message. People will come before the corporations I agree with you. and everything. And like, and I agree with you, but they're not doing it though. That's, that's the, that's, no, no, no. that's the thing. It's, it's and and that's the thing that, I mean, that's what, that's what I think Biden could do as, I mean, as the presumptive nominee of the democratic party in a fucking election year, he could be, he could be out there with fucking Warren and, 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 and hammer that messaging home. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's, well, she's not, yeah. And, and whether or not he should do it or Pelosi or whatever, it doesn't matter. Like someone needs to do it. Someone needs to do it. You know, and, someone, and, and someone who's actively working the problem needs to do it. It's yeah. the thing. Um, I, if I but it's political malpractice of the Dems that, that no one is out there really doing it, you know. And and I mean some, I mean I guess AOC is out there and whatnot, but like no one like in the senior Democratic leadership is is out there outlining what the Democratic Party stands for in an election year. I mean I I, I don't get it. No, I mean they they need to go out there 
They need to have a fucking meeting. Tom Perez likes to have secret meetings. Have a secret meeting and get this fucking straightened out, fucko. Like, uh, eh, fucking rat soup eating fucking platano motherfucker. <laughs> no, no, that's, that's what they need to do. They need, like, Pelosi, but it has to be somebody who, act, who like, actively has a job. It, it should be her, and she should be out there with, like, the most progressive person she could put out there, which in this case is, is Warren. And, and Schumer could stand there too, but he doesn't really have much to say because he doesn't run like he's the minority leader and he's not positioned like in terms of like policy to actually talk against any of this shit the way Warren is. Well, I mean, what he does is that he uh, at two in the morning uh, last night praised the current relief bill. <laughs> That's his. <laughs> uh, look, he, he's, he's, he's a fucking waste of space. Um, he's a waste yeah. of space. Switching gears to another dem that sucks. <laughs> uh, Andrew Cuomo. <laughs> well, it, Andrew Cuomo, um, terrible governor. Uh, oddly, though, um, this situation plays to his strengths. You know, he but he he does political theater well. Yeah, yeah, and his. I mean, he has an authoritarian streak. Very similar to uh, uh, Donald Trump. It's just that he's not a fucking idiot like Trump. And he's uh, an experienced political operative. So he understands how to leverage these things. And he has... Uh, he has played this to his uh, his benefit. I mean, I also think... Like, he's also a guy who's like, I can't have all these people die. Like, let's just... let's. Well, it's not. You know well, what I, mean? I mean, are we really sure? I mean, he's the guy who wants to cut Medicaid in the fucking state. You know, <laughs> I mean, no, no, no. I'm not saying he has good policies. I'm saying a a just from a from a pure you know optics standpoint, he can't afford to be the guy. Right. Yeah. The optics would be bad if if New York State becomes Italy, which it probably will. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like so, but he's a, yeah. and but he's able to use his abilities. As as like a, a forceful personality to his benefit here, to the point where he actually has a future somehow beyond uh, being governor of New York, which I never thought was possible. I had the fleeting thought this. this week that with how disastrous Biden obviously is, you know, to everyone who pays <laughs> attention and must be also to Democrat to the Democratic uh, elites, and how positively Cuomo plays. In the media, you know, and to the public, especially against Trump, because especially against Trump, Trump, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had the feeling thought this week that basically, if and when the convention happens, the oh, the broker convention goes to Cuomo, goes to Cuomo. <laughs> they realize they re- they have buyer's remorse. They realize that Biden is no- he simply is not up to the task. I mean, let's just call it how it is. And it's not because he's a centrist. It's just because he's old and senile, and 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 he's just not up for it. You know, and they see Cuomo up there now and he is and, and even he's railing against this fucking relief bill, you know, to his credit. He's railing against it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? He knows a bad deal. He knows yeah, a bad yeah, deal. Yeah. Um, I, I had this thought that it's like he's they're going to make plenty of bad deals. He knows. A bad right. right. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to pull a bait and switch and just put him in. <laughs> ah! 
said that. I mean, fuck. That is scarier and more accurate than any of the Bloomberg lunacy that people were buying into. Um, this that might actually happen. Like they could literally be like, Joe's gotten sick. Yeah. I mean, have, have you seen, you have seen the clips of him like on MSNBC and CNN. I mean, the guy is, looks like shit. He's confused. I can't believe this shit, man. He, th that might happen. That like, usually I'm not like a conspiracy, like I'm usually the rational one on these conspiracy theories. <laughs> but you like. And, I, and, for, I, and for once, I don't mean it. I don't even mean it like tongue in cheek. This is not even me like. Um, no, uh, no, 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 no. This is for real. I, I, like, I, was, I was for real thinking about it, you know. This is, this is. Cardi B doing coronavirus, <laughs> but a bitch is scared. Like, yo. all right, should we should we leave it at that for now? I think so. I think we we've kind of okay. All right, so there might be more uh, more frequent content coming now that we are in quarantine. Yeah, now that we're figuring it out, uh, this brave new world. I have to say, my um, my ceilings are pretty low too. That does not prevent me from uh, broadcasting the way it does uh, Joe Biden. <laughs> so we can, <laughs> we might be able to do it. Ay, Dios mío. All right. All right. <laughs> all right. So uh, after two weeks, thanks uh, to all 12 of y'all who listen. Um, <laughs> This has been episode 12 of the Dilettante Central Podcast. We are on SoundCloud and App, uh, Apple Podcasts. Google, too, and Google. now uh, and Spotify. also Spotify. So follow us on any of those. Yes. Subscribe. Give us five stars. Rate us the highest you possibly can. Get us out there. We appreciate all y'all. Uh, sorry it's been a couple weeks. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at DilettanteCP. Dilettante spelled D-I-L-E-T-T-A-N-T-E. And at Dilettante Central on Instagram. We out. Peace.